Welcome to my gorgeous son, the podcast where I, Rolly Mesh, force my beautiful boy Andy to grow and learn as a man, while guests are there, plus the inimitable Everardo Ramirez. How's it going, guys? Uh, straight from Ryerson Podcasting School, we're in the thick of exams right now. I would say this is an unprecedented... <laughs> okay. I'm going to touch on that. I just wanted to address that this is an unprecedented episode in that I fully just skipped over Andy. <laughs> and- I mean, yeah. I didn't jump in. It's my. I should have jumped in and should have said something and should have commented on your... Ding, ding, should have said. I'm just kind of... Ding, ding, should have said. I'm mad that you didn't talk about my beard. I shaved my beard. Oh, we got so much to get to. Okay. Oh, man. First of all, our audience is dying to know, what does ding, ding, should have said mean? <laughs> For the improvisers in the crowd, y'all know what I'm talking about. Well, do you want me to explain it? Because it's my favorite improv game. Is it really? Yeah, because I I always hate every offer I make when I'm doing improv. I need someone to tell me that it's bad. And an offer for the non-improvisers listening... An offer is is just it's just what is it? Are we just giving it's just, a just line. like it's just a line that furthers a plot or furthers some kind of moment. Furthers the scene, sure, okay. Furthers yeah. the scene. So, so then, like, and then, so should have said works as. Or it would be like I'm I'm so glad uh, you could come to this interview. And I would say <laughs> ding ding should have said. Go, oh, it's really great for. Uh, I'm really glad that we could be on this date together. Yeah. And, but I'm was, really bad at improv. I shouldn't be doing improv. I hate it so much. Every time I speak, I just fucking my teeth clench. I'm like, you're garbage. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I this really is, hate improv. People don't know that we were we were, uh, record these first thing in the morning. So <laughs> Andy's c- coming at the day with a lot of self-loathing today. <laughs> he's he's setting himself up for a bad one. I tried to change up my life. I shaved my beard. Oh yeah. So okay. Oh, yeah. So listen. We'll get to Everardo's podcast exams. Yeah. I know. You really just... No, no, no. Hammer- no we'll, we can talk about that. No, it's, it's fine. No. The itinerary we'll is complicated. Yeah. We'll get to it as we do. Okay. We're in the labyrinth now, boys. <laughs> Andy, the only reason we didn't comment on your beard, we didn't know if it was one of those things you didn't want us to comment on. Maybe you... Hey, speak, speak for yourself. <laughs> My first thought was honestly... And he looks different. <laughs> yeah, and that's I, the thing. People don't notice that I shave my beard. I've, I have not shaved my beard in like, I don't know, eight years and people don't notice? Well, it is. No, the, it was the first thing I noticed. It's the one part of your face that's not tattooed. So I did notice that. In a way, it's the only part of your t- yeah. face that feels tattooed to it, me now. It looks odd. It looks like a reverse beard now. You're working with negative space. Yeah, negative space. Um, <laughs> what, what prompted this life change? I didn't even have to bring on a podcast guest who was a beard loss expert, which I would have assumed this incremental change. Everyone, uh, it was actually, a guest. It was actually just for an audition, and I decided it was an audition. They were like, uh, "It must be clean shaven for the part." And then I thought, "Well, I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna shave." Like this was an important thing for me. I didn't want to come in. I wanted to like give. I wanted to try my best. Yeah. So I memorized all my lines, and I. Fucked it up. And oh, no. <laughs> yeah, of course I did. Of course I fucked it up. But I had a shave. And, I it's because you're working with a new face. Mm. You're not used to it. That's what it was. I could feel it. Yeah, you're not comfortable in this face yet. <laughs> I, I, do, I know. I, I truly feel different. My, my girlfriend feels like, I, she said I, I look like my own son. So that's very weird. Yeah, you do look a bit like Babe from Womb. <laughs> babe from Womb? Babe from Womb. What? what you, you mean a baby from a womb? Indeed. <laughs> I honestly, yeah. I thought like you were usually that cadence sounds like it's from a movie or a show. Yeah, well, you look I am like babe, to, you know that show Womb. You I look am like Babe from Womb. Yeah, I'm referring to the uh, Babe trilogy. Yeah, third entry, <laughs> Babe from Womb, where Babe's done in the big city and he's done on the farm. So we go back in time to prequel, and Babe is born. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the whole episode is about like. It's like Star what, Wars. Is his mom going to get slaughtered before Babe emerges from womb? Should have said. Damn. Is his mom going to get slaughtered before <laughs> Babe emerges from tomb? <laughs> this is crazy. You, this is why you awesome. are a professional improviser, Mark. Ding, ding, should have said I mean, me again, because I'll show you how the third... <laughs> here's how should have said actually works. Here's how every cheeky improviser plays should have said. I'll say something, and then you should have said me twice, okay? So I'll say... Uh, Wow, this is a beautiful shirt. Should have said. Wow, this is a beautiful pair of pants. Should have said. Wow, I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yes, that's true. And then everyone goes, oh, 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 oh,
<laughs> they can't believe it changed so much on third time. Yeah. Well, so my favorite thing that improvisers do is they're always like, they're always like, get out of here, Susan. And they're always, they're always like referring to an offstage Susan or a Diane. You know, Diane you know is what I huge mean? in comedy. Carol. There's a lot of Dianes. I use a Janine. It's becoming a bit old hat. <laughs> Did you change it up? Because you used to use Diane all the time. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm heavy into Beth now. Beth is good. <laughs> Beth, Beth is, is a good, good one. Beth is fresh. Diane got, too, yeah, Diane got too widespread. I use yeah. Carl. Carl is my one. Oh, Carl. I, I love a Brad when I'm doing a man. Good to see you, Carl. Oh, yeah. I love a Brad. I love a Neil. Neil. Oh, Neil's like a good. Twerp. Oh, a Neil's such a perfect twerp name. Neil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah That's yeah. a timeless twerp. Do you have a Mr.? What's your last name go to? Well, you definitely got to avoid the Mr. Mcwhatevers. Oh, you know? I go Jenkins. Oh, yeah. Jenkins is oh, bad. I know it's, it's terrible. Jenkins, it comes Johnson's. out of my mouth, and again, I'm like, oh, fuck, should have said I'm off. Yeah, I do a lot of Sullivan. Mm. I love a Sullivan. Sullivan is good. But you can't do the Irish O something, and you can't do the Scottish or Irish mix something. <laughs> you gotta be cool these days. I do a lot of Fraser. I do a lot of Sullivan. What about Frasier? ethnic names? I do. So I do throw those people's out. names from my childhood. I do Dixon. <laughs> well, you can't. It's do, a nice you, flavor. You mean Mr. Fraser? Yeah, I'll do like a Mr. Oh, Fraser, or I'll do like yeah. a Mr. Sullivan, Mr. Sullivan, Mr. Dixon, <laughs> Principal. I do a lot of like Principal Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Just do your own name. What about that? Yeah. yeah, I feel like a weirdo. <laughs> One time that ruins everything. Just go by it. One time I accidentally called another character in a scene my name, and it was a nightmare. <laughs> I felt bad. They felt bad. The audience was weirded out. Because they... <laughs> they're like, "What is this psychoanalytic exercise you're forcing us to witness?" Every offer yeah. was like charged with. Anyway. All right. Fun. Self-recrimination, <laughs> wish fulfillment, and all this bullshit. Oh, man, we went deep into improv because yeah. we're all Ryerson Improv Program alumni. That's true. That's true yeah. That is true. We did did you guys to... like the graduation ceremony? Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that. No, uh, <laughs> like a bit long. Yeah, it was a, a bit, bit long. long. I like how everyone had to play a game of props with their diploma. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you don't get it. Yeah. No. So, Ev, I remember you turning it into a telescope. Yeah. It's it like looking for my family out in yeah. the audience, and then I waved at them. They weren't there. They though. weren't not, there. None uh, of ours was there because MCC. this is not something to be celebrated or honored. No. I did a big it's mustache. A, that was me. That was big, so That was funny. really good. And then it was a goatee. I was so funny. And then it was the Jordy visor. Oh I, had, I wouldn't stop. <laughs> you And I saw people behind you in line going, fuck, fuck, fuck. Because yeah. you kept taking people yeah, all I down the line. Yeah, I was Yeah. I, of course, did big Q-tip. <laughs> mm. That was a good one. I thought it was a little close to my, eh? You know, one of those those things you put in your, your ear to, like, listen? Oh, yeah, like yeah. old-timey eardrum. Old-timey eardrum thing. But like what Judy fine. Dench listens to trees with? Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know Judy Dench from James Bond? Yeah, God, that's the most Everardo <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my she, life. She, I've seen that she listens to trees, and she uses like a listening horn. Judy Dench does? I think no, so. She doesn't? That feels you? like something the so. Animaniacs would do. <laughs> and now it's Judy Dench listening to a tree with an old horn. Yeah, I don't know what she's listening to, but uh, okay. I guess you got to get one of those horns. I guess there's sounds in nature. <laughs> Probably, There's yeah. There's nothing wrong with projecting those sounds right into your goddamn old sacrosanct ear. I don't think that's a thing, ear. though. Trees don't so. make fucking sound. Oh, God, she Steph does. Oh, my God. Stefan's passing us a photo. <laughs> I'm seeing a picture of Judy Dench putting... If Andy sees proof on a piece of Apple technology, he believes it. It's true. I think <laughs> I she's listening believe. to the uh, sap Oh, she's Sing really up sap. close to it, and she's not using a big horn like I would picture. She's using like a, like a cornet, <laughs> like a thin sax. Wow, will we ever? It does kind of look like a diploma if you really. Look. <laughs> it does. It fully looks like a Columbus Magellan style uh, old timey telescope, and I'm into it. Listeners, wish you could see this photo. <laughs> well, we all well, on the on the on the YouTube podcast. We'll put it up. On the YouTube that's podcast. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's a big thing, putting podcasts up on YouTube now. Really? I don't know, is it? I don't I know. So. Is that just so you can get entertained <laughs> by the, the best comment section <laughs> in the land? <laughs> Nothing better than a YouTube commenter. Nothing better. If you go to old classic rock songs, and then it's just like a picture of the of like whoever. Steely Dan. Yeah. Just a picture. And then the song. 
one song, and then you just see this parade of baby boomers who are learning how to use the internet and so stoked that someone put this song up because they don't realize every song is up. (laughs) And just like, just commenting with the weirdest shit you've ever read. My favorite was, I read this one guy write, like literally under a Steely Dan song, I'm never cooler than after listening to these guys. (laughs) Isn't that funny? And then you always get some fucking nerd 16-year-old who's like, I'm only 16 and I love music like this. People my age like crappy modern music, but I love this. And then all these boomers are like, you're great. You're going to grow up to be such a cool guy. You're smart. You're the only smart teen. Those are the only people that I hunt down their IP addresses and that I send them death threats. (laughs) I threaten the teens and I tell their friends to bully them at school. Is this is this everywhere? Because I feel like this is this is just like just like a Steely Dan thing. It sounds like no, is it's this is all no, over. Oh my god, old all thing. the any old all the old seventies, eighties, like Christopher Cross. <laughs> like I mean, okay, fucking Michael McDonald, Springsteen, like Rupert anything. Dupree. Is that a guy or is I, it Richard Dupree? I don't know either of those names. Steal away. <laughs> Steal away? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> is that real? I'm That's sure a real it is. song. It's like any dentist office, you'll you'll hear it. Ah, steal away. That's all I know. <laughs> That's, That's it. Okay, not enough. <laughs> okay, so let's. It's uh, my gorgeous son. Rewind. Hey, didn't you say something before you didn't address it? Oh no, Ev. You mentioned right off the top that you, uh, I can't even remember anymore. I, I'm in the thick of exams. Oh, week it's, it's Ryerson, exams. Yeah. Ryerson podcasting program. We got exams. And, uh, you know, the teacher's pretty mad at me because he said, you know, you've taken these exams many times. I don't know if we can, you know, you have to pass these. Uh, there's actually not eight years of this program. We just let you keep doing it. Oh, it's not a 16 year program. And this is the first I'm hearing about it. Oh, wow. And this is actually the first time I've ever heard of exams in this program. So okay. I think there's a miscommunication, and I am threatening to switch to Humber. And I told the dean that. I said, you know what? This, maybe this school's not for me. I gave it six to seven years of my life. Maybe I'll start fresh at Humber. Now, Humber, for those who uh, don't know at home, Humber, would you describe it as a <laughs> factory of... Now, what is the purpose of Humber? Because as I understand it, it's to employ old comedians. <laughs> there is that. I think in general, Humber is a thing where, uh, where you, you're, you just do it because your parents are like, you should do this. Do a one year. Take PR. And you're like, fine, I'll do it. Right. Well, oh, they do. P- they don't just do they a do comedy that. program. But they, they also have a, a comedy program. A lot of. That's what it's famous for. 17 year olds and also uh 45-year-olds and oh, it's a older. Did you do that program briefly? No, I did. I did, uh, so I did. I've only done Ryerson podcasting. Okay. It's not a terrible thing. I mean, the, uh, a lot of great comedians have gone to Humber. Funny people That's come true. out of it. That's yeah. true. All of them have... Uh, mixed feelings about the degree to which Humber helped them on their path. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're like, why did I do this? A lot of them. But... Like, I did get a job out of it as a, a model on a, a billboard for Humber on the Gardner Express. Oh, boy. Coming out swinging. <laughs> uh, but it does seem to bring people together. That's true. Maybe it that's helps a, people. Well, I, I mean, know. yeah, like, that's what a lot, I find, like, a lot of schools do. You go and you're like, this is kind of garbage. But then you meet other people like, yeah, this is kind of garbage. Let's do something that's not this. Yeah. And then you connect through that. It's it's a like, it's a back door. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I do you think, but can I just ask a quick question? You said that you've never heard of exams in this course. Do you think they're just kind of making them uh, so you'll th- to push you out, maybe? Um, I oh. think so. That could be, that is a possibility. I, ha- I do feel like my teachers kind of have it in for me. Andy's introducing um, a rare double twist, <laughs> which is maybe the Ryerson po- podcasting program is what we thought originally. And now they're lying to Everardo <laughs> just to get him out. And Andy is so stunned by his own proposed twist that the shit stain is slowly spreading across the back of his own pants. Yes. He surprised himself. <laughs> if anyone has missed the last episode or if we maybe cut that out. No way. That's the I best part. shit myself whenever there's a twist in <laughs> but, any kind of story. But also... You perceive a twist even when it's just new information (laughs) being released in a normal way. (laughs) Like in the movie, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. When he shrinks the kids, you shake yourself. (laughs) You couldn't believe he actually did it. Um, Now we're just rehashing things that we said last week. Oh my God, there's nothing that makes me laugh more than just 
remembering that once we gave you hooves. <laughs> and, and adding, I still don't adding, remember how we did that. And we never will. If you're a My Gorgeous Sun fan, or a sunner, as we call you, we'll work on a that. A sunner? A gorgy sunner. Uh, and you remember any of the details of our show, specifically how Andy got hooves, uh, feel free to write us at mygorgeousson at gmail.com. So... We don't know how I got hooves, so if someone could maybe write us and tell us how we got hooves, that would be great. This is a new segment, and it's fun. It's called, Ooh, wait a minute. (laughs) How did Andy get hooves? (laughs) I can't believe I've never known. How did Andy get hooves? We can introduce the guest or not. No way. He's hostage. So for those who don't know, we've introduced a new guest waiting room system. He's currently sitting with a burlap sack on his head. And I keep uh, resisting what that image makes me think of. I got to stop using that image. Oh, let's switch it up. Our guest is currently sitting in a hole, in a small hole. One of those tiger pits of your... Uh, for those who don't know, our guests are treated to some of the finest trickery in the <laughs> podcasting community in Toronto, by which I mean, yep, as they approach the apartment building, they pass over what appears to just be some grass with some leaves on it. <laughs> nope. It opens up into a pit with tiger spikes. Boink, boink. Welcome to the show. I don't know. I'm trying my best. It's <laughs> doing great. You're doing we're, great, Dad. We're forcing our guests to wait in the wings, Mortal Kombat style, just bobbing and punching, <laughs> rotating when we poke him on the head and showing us his moves every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> we got to know what to talk about. Yeah, it, it is a rigorous, almost American Gladiator style process just to get in, just to get to the studio. Speaking of which, I recently met Nitro from American Gladiators. Did you really? No way. Yeah. Wait, and uh, is that I? Okay, I, I didn't know any that they had names, or I thought they were like what? I mean, I knew they had names, but I didn't know that people like knew them. You know, yeah, it's Nitro. Like I thought it was like Wipeout. Like no one remembers the contestants. Oh my god! No, the Nitro. <laughs> no, these people were like sort of like WWE kind of. Oh, you know, a, wow. a little okay. bit. Like like they had personalities, and like you you know, oh my god, he's going up against Nitro. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. had no idea. Oh, it was yeah. like I thought it was basically Wipeout. No. no, they they had to fight gladiators. They had to fight a series. They had to fight Nitro. And then if they got through Nitro, there was others whose names I don't remember. But it was like all like ninja, and yeah, things ninja, like, that. like Thor Man. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then if they get to the very Beefcake. end, they fight a real lion. <laughs> yeah, an actual lion. And then they got can- and then the show got canceled, or and then they rejigged it. Did they? Anyway, I saw Nitro. I saw him at a club and he was going to a stall and he was uh you know sitting in it and i busted down the door and asked for his autograph and he was pissed and he was freaked out and he uh made himself real small and then flushed himself down the toilet and then i dove in after him uh train spotting style and i uh got, wow. the, got the pick <laughs> this has been a classic my gorgeous son r- 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 running out of steam <laughs> should have said <laughs> You want me to should have said that? Should have said that whole story. Okay. I saw Nitro at a club, <laughs> and I saw him go into the bathroom, and then I tracked him down, and he was doing drugs in the stall. He was snorting, yep, angel dust. <laughs> and he had an OD, and I, I jabbed him in the heart with my on-demand Pulp Fiction <laughs> adrenaline pump, signed by Quentin Tarantino himself, and I brought him back to life, and he gasped, and he said to me, why did you do that? <laughs> yeah, he wanted to die. You want a ding ding? Should have said me on that. Uh, no, I was perfect. I'm okay, no, right, the third one should have said. What's the third one? The third one? I saw Nitro at a club, and I followed him into the bathroom, and he was gone. And then I looked around, and I was like, "Where's Nitro?" And then I saw in the sky a, a one star twinkled a little brighter, and then, and then I heard a voice in the wind say. Goodbye. <laughs> it was like like fucking Mufasa in the Lion King. Yeah, yeah. Then there was a dust swirl outside, and I kind of knew it was nitro, but it was also kind of my dad. And then I just knew what I had to do, so I cracked open an old melon, smeared it on my chest, and then got back in that club and danced till I dropped. All right, wow. before I, can I just say I did go on the Steely Dan "Do It Again" thing, and you're right, man. Some of the comments are good. Yeah, listen to it daily, almost. 
Oh my god! I'm here because at 58 years, I've got a great taste in music. Man, you were right. Oh, and YouTube's got it all over. I mean, it isn't just that. There was a guy who commented under like a Sloan song that was like greatest Canadian band of all time, and then under that comment was, "Wow, could not disagree with this more." Had you put IMO or in my opinion, perhaps we could have uh, had an understanding. But in this case, to state this objectively, you are so off. I'm blown away that you're reading all these comments, Dad. Uh, No, I'm obsessed with YouTube comments, and the only comments that compete with them are Roger Ebert review comments. Insane. Wow. Just a parade of morons. I would have thought just just Twitter would be the best. Twitter gets too mean. Twitter gets super mean. Ebert's full of, like, earnest fans and then the (laughs) dickheads who disagree with them. (laughs) But they're all dumb. They're all dumb. That's the nice <laughs> thing. They're all big idiots. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is, this is an unprecedented, unprecedented event. Last week, we delved into the, into the hardcore sci-fi world and went back in time and I think cut most of our experience there because in the words of me right now, it was too confusing. Um, this week... Time travel is still on the table, baby. We're getting a mulligan on the time travel episode, but I feel like this one's more important because look who showed up at our door not 24 hours ago. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my own son, Andy, from the future. Oh my God, Dad. Dad, you're alive. Oh, wow. shit. We're coming oh. We're coming out of the gate hard. What oh. do you mean by that? Well, you, in my time, you're quite dead. Ugh. Oh, but Leo looks so young, like... Like a babe from womb. Yes. Oh, that's all you caught my face. Ah. Wow, you remember that? You! Yeah, it's me. Oh my God. It is me. Did we ever have hair? Uh, What? (laughs) No, no, we didn't. Oh my God. Why did you shave? What? When you shave the beard, that's when everything goes to shit. Oh no. What do you mean? When you shave the beard, it's like Samson in the hair. You lose all of your power. Did I have power before? Yes, you were funny. You were smart. The ladies liked you. Wow, this guy does not remember being Andy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Is this really me? <laughs> I, I am you. You are, are me. I, I you, you don't remember what it was like to be me because because I don't have all it's that stuff. Been a while. Andy, Wait, what's... there's only one way to know if it's. I can't believe you're asking if he's actually you, Andy. What's more likely and reasonable? That you from the future showed up at our door to do our podcast or that a delirious old man <laughs> knocked on our door looking for shelter and help and has now concocted a pretty believable lie. Okay, all right. You I'll let go. me in. Yeah, I'll go with the first one then, sure. It's so much warmer in here. Wait, if you're Andy, then where's all your tattoos and where's your hooves? The hooves I got removed. You'll find it, Andy. Don't worry. There's an answer. Is there? You got yes. Nice feet. I would say dainty. I want to say child's feet. <laughs> yes. Yes. One child has to suffer for you to get rid of the hooves. Wait a sec. You mean you, I, I take a child's feet? Be to... strong of heart, Andy. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Why am I talking like it? Like I'm from the 1800s here. <laughs> okay. That's fine. You don't know the future that I belong to. No, I don't. First well, of all, you are from the 1800s, Andy. I don't know why we have to keep going down <laughs> yeah. this. Okay. You're from Dickens' time. Yes, I am from Dickens' time. I guess it. I guess it can't come out as I get older. So I, I have a, ch- I have, I take a child's feet. Yes. So don't worry. Of- they don't die. They don't die. No. So I just maim a child. Mm. You maim a child. That's somehow worse. You can't say it like that. I maim a child. What? Okay. Uh, I bet, uh, I bet those, the parents of those child's feet, uh, I bet they had cause to say, uh, to post this, um, message on future Craigslist. Child's shoes. <laughs> Never worn. <laughs> <laughs> also in search of horseshoes for our child's new hooves. Oh, do I replace the ch- uh, the child's feet with my with my hooves? Is it a swapperoonie? It's a swapperoonie. Wow, it's worth it. Well, that's not so Think bad, of the then. New Balance you get to wear. Oh, there's still New Balance in the future. Oh yes, they're everywhere. Oh, oh, is it a huge thing? Is that a thing? It is the only company that exists. New Balance. New Balance takes over like <laughs> wow. Disney and Apple, Fu- all Apple. of it. Wow, New Balance. Like so, I, so there's New Balance phones. Yes, talk us through that. They look like a shoe. <laughs> oh, oh, that's fun. Everything looks okay. Oh so. my god, I bet this is a popular line in the future. Who throws a shoe on a sleigh? Who throws a shoe 
honestly. If uh, everything looks like shoes. How did how did New Balance come to take over all of the companies in the world? That sounds crazy. One step at a time. Yeah, I, I mean, oh, I guess so. Hello. <laughs> Still got it. <laughs> I, I would growing say, the beard back. <laughs> I would say that you found it at some yes, point Yes, I found it. Wow. You are growing the beard back. And may I say, it looks apocalyptically bad. Really? It's spotty, and it's there's some... May I touch this? Yeah. Would it be right to characterize this ooze on your face as nuclear in origin? Yes, yes, it would. <laughs> oh, man. You don't want to be there, Andy, and you're the cause of it. It's all you. Okay. What? I cause... I you ca- cause the apocalypse. I cause the apocalypse. Yes. Okay, all right, From all right. From shaving? Jesus, what? Break uh. this down for us, future Andy, because we got to know. What does Andy do to cause the apocalypse? This is Terminator 2, baby. We can maybe if we know we can stop it. No, the whole point was all right. Are you oh, here to kill you him? Your beard, so it's already happening. No, the, like the point of Terminator Two was like, well, I guess you make your own fate. <laughs> like there was there was no determined. What yeah. are you talking about? Never mind. Forget it. Cut. That no, it, no, you're right. Say say what you're saying. No, I was saying like, say your theory on Terminator Two. The end of term. Well, depends on which ending you want. There's two what? different endings. What? There's two different endings. You don't remember? I don't remember there's two different endings of Terminator 2. Yeah, Terminator 2 is like Wayne's World. They just keep having a do-over. And then my favorite one's when Terminator goes, I'm in Delaware. (laughs) Does Wayne's World have do-overs at the ending? Yeah. Remember, there's all those fake endings. And then one there, maybe that's not the Delaware part. But there's like a a sad one and the bad one. And then it ends on a nice one. Oh, okay. I... Don't remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, there was two. There was two endings. I can't remember which one was the official one. There's one where it was just going down a, a highway, where she was like Terminator Two. You never know. No, she doesn't say Terminator Two. Yeah, she, she goes Terminator Two. No, baby. she doesn't. Sometimes it is, and sometimes it's not. No, she's like you know the the future is is dark, and you don't know what's up ahead. You have no idea. It's like you, we make our own fate. Yeah. And then the other one is just like we did it. It's all fixed. Everything's what, great. What the hell are you talking about? That's wait, like Terminator what, Two. What happens yes. in Terminator Three? Oh God, I don't know. Terminator, <laughs> Terminator Three is terrible. Terminator Three is it's the one where he's carrying the coffin, and then. There's a bunch of guns in the coffin, isn't that? Oh, that's nice. Isn't that the third is that one a with Claire Danes? Yeah, there is one with Claire Danes. I don't remember the coffin with the Claire guns. Claire Danes is yeah. in a Terminator movie? Yeah. What the hell? She's in Terminator <laughs> 3. The one that Cameron had nothing to do with. Cameron. Ed Furlong. Oh, I'm sorry. James Cameron. What the fuck? And he's the kind of guy who calls people Jim Cameron. Like he's met him. I mean, Jim Cameron. Do I still do that? Yes. <laughs> but do you meet Jim Cameron to make it work wa- worthwhile? Definitely not. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about with this Terminator 2 ending stuff. There are two to me, this is more important than finding out how you cause an actual <laughs> yeah, apocalyptic me too. future. You, you don't so, remember? I, Terminator I, I, you, 2. Terminator 2 has two different endings. What do you mean? I no, thought the doesn't. ending is he the, goes well, in I mean, the lava and puts a thumbs up. Thumbs yes, up in the lava. Yeah, yeah, he does, but then there's two different endings. There's one where in the <laughs> we go to the future, yeah, and what? she's like, one the, he gives the, a the thumbs down. Oh, it's thumbs down and thumbs up. One there's a finger. I mean, you can just pick it. When he does the hang loose. High five. Seven. I remember yeah. they published James Cameron's scripts and he kept scratching it out and yeah, writing yeah, something they just, else. They just uh, literally shot all of it. When we just hand pop up instead of down. Yeah. yeah. He just away from the lava. Yeah. yeah. And the lava it reaches waves. together. <laughs> it goes into the sky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's just in the rafters. Yeah. That's nice. So, Andy. Well, I want to go to the warehouse to see my friend the Terminator. <laughs> And then he just stays there. He just stays there in the nitroglycerin. Oh, yeah. I love that one. And then it cuts to the future and some kids are in the warehouse. And they're like, they say. They say if you look there's up. There's a Terminator up here. Yeah, if you look. And then they do. And they're like, oh, there he is. He's just and he's kind of like floating a, at the top. Yeah, there's like a Phantom of the Opera kind of scenario with the Terminator in the warehouse rafters. Yeah, because he has half his face is gone. Yeah, half um, his face. He's taken a human face and slapped half of it on. So yeah, there are two different endings. In the, in, in, I think in the original one, there's a monologue where she's like, "It never happened. Everything's great. It's all good. We're, I mean, it's the future now, and I'll, it's all awesome." And then the next, and then the other ending was more ambiguous. Uh, are you saying that it was like a director's cut versus? theatrical cut kind I, of thing? I think so. Because yeah. you're not saying it was like Clue where they actually show you <laughs> no, the different No, no, no. They didn't have two different endings. They were like, you choose. Yeah. Yeah. You decide. <laughs> is Terminator sad? Or is it a nice <laughs> ending? <laughs> what do you think of Terminator? Clue was amazing. Clue had... Uh, well, I, I have to say, I rewatched it and it's not as fun as I remember. You would say more nowadays... Now you would say maybe Clue is poo. 
I wouldn't say that. No. Would 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 we, <laughs> we say we, that? We would never say that. No. See, yeah. Just Clue had an amazing cast. Clue had an amazing cast. I was excited because I was looking at shows like movies that had like an ensemble, and I was excited. And then oh, Madeline Kahn. Yeah. Don't great. you miss a Madeline Kahn? I I, I guess not <laughs> I don't in that know movie. Who the hell that is? I have no idea. <laughs> Who's who Madeline? Who's Madeline Kahn? Well, how do I how do I get to know who Madeline Kahn is? You don't know from Young Frankenstein. Oh, oh yes, is she she's dead. Yes. Okay. So and so Andy, this is a good question, Andy, yeah. for the future. You clearly know more about film and such going forward. Um, <laughs> is there an event in your life that uh, propels this? Do you perhaps uh, enroll in a Ryerson Film School or some such? Well, after I shave the beard, I get the part. What part? The part that I was auditioning for. The part that Andy auditioned oh, for today. Oh, I got this. I get the part. You're getting it. What? I'm, I'm going to be on Frankie Drake Mysteries. That's right. Frankie nice. Drake Mysteries. <laughs> Frankie Drake Mysteries as... I can't say it. I don't want to ruin the thing. Well, I'm going to be on Frankie Drake Mysteries. Wow. So you're the murderer. To anyone listening and not in Canada. <laughs> the uh, Excuse me, Dad. It's on, it's on PBS in America. Okay. Well, there you have it. Well, then just to enlighten you further in case you don't know what Frankie Drake Mysteries is. <laughs> you definitely don't know what it is. Canada only is... Only one type of sh- two types of shows are allowed to survive in Canada. One is crime procedural set in a sepia-toned past. For some reason, these are allowed to last for forty seasons what? a pop. Canada will not support a crime procedural unless it's old. They need the police detective to arrive at the scene by horse and carriage and then to solve it using newfangled electricity. <laughs> they and need is, to Frankie still... a, is Frankie a, a spinoff of Murdoch? Like, I think is it so. related? Is it in is the same it, world? I, I think it so. Takes, well, it takes th- place like 20 years later. If you're this... wondering what old Andy's talking about, <laughs> the most popular show in Canadian history is Murdoch Mystery. <laughs> 12 seasons? A show that's been running for so long. Know what goes on. Actors in Toronto are being brought back to play just different roles now. It's yeah. like Star Trek. After just seven like... years, you're allowed to go back on. Yeah, as, After as, seven years, as different <laughs> as different characters, you can go wow. back to audition. And I don't think the audience would give a shit. No. Like even they have if it was so like... many mustaches and so many yeah button chops. Like, uh, just put on some sideburns, you'll be Canada fine. Canada is so fucking weird. <laughs> but so so rich in button chops. Oh my god! Everyone here for some reason wants to live in the past. <laughs> it's a warm blanket that wraps up all Canadians. They want comedy to be twenty years behind. <laughs> They want, and they want drama to literally exist in the past. Is wanna... it really? Is it really? I don't think it's a a, a spinoff. It's the same creators. It, oh, okay. I think so. They just <laughs> I, the same creators. But I think there was a You're crossover like episode. Oh, is it okay with uh, with him? Of course, there was. My they, favorite. They aged him up. <laughs> Truly, this is our Family Matters meets Full House. <laughs> Frankie Drake Mysteries, I think, is like the young Sheldon of Murdoch's Mysteries. <laughs> oh but... yeah. It's like, uh, or, or maybe it's his daughter. I don't know. Yeah, or sorry, like great, great ancestor, isn't so, it? So after doing this podcast, talking about Frank Frankie Drake mysteries, I still get the part. Kind of like shitting on yes, Frankie Drake. You get the part. I still get no the one part. Listens to the podcast. And it's supposed to be a one-off, but but your character is so popular, people write in, they email in, Wait, they what's, call. What's the character? What's the character? I can't tell you what the character is. Oh, you're not allowed. It, yeah, yeah. So, but but so I get I get. Yes, you become you take over the show. I take over the show. Yes, Frankie Drake. You're telling me this show about a female detective is eventually taken over by just another white guy. Yes, and they call him Frankie Drake. Oh, you take I the play name. Frankie Drake. Yes, oh, that's man. not the original character you go out for, as you know. Yeah, no. But you, you're so popular that they move you into her her role. Oh, so it's kind of like a Doctor Who sort of thing. I don't want to give anything away, but she she gets killed off, and you pick up that her. Her oh, very her mantle. St- her very stylish hat. Yeah. From the, from oh, the yeah. 20s. Oh, I put on and then I, uh, I suddenly... Her flapper I'm hat. Fr- yeah. Frankie Drake. And then you say, I could go for a drink if only that were all loud. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you always have to set the time up. Yeah. You have to let people know. And people love point. it. They eat it up. Oh, my God. Uh, well, this is... This is... So uh, that's you amazing. Become the, you become Frankie Drake? Well, that sounds good. Unless yeah. this is some sort of classic... The fame and wealth goes to Andy's head and it somehow results yeah. in something bad. It is hubris. It does go to your head. Hubris. Really? You start I, okay. sending messages through your beautiful text. What? 
through your beautiful speeches in, in Frankie Drake, oh. you send oh. subliminal messages that make people do things. Wait, I'm okay, so but I'm not writing Frankie Drake. You write it. Yes. I end up writing Frankie <laughs> Drake as executive well. Executive produce, show run. You play all the roles. So this one part, which is to You're be honest, not very big. I I take I I take over the entire. You have show. to be stopped. I have to be. St- we have to be stopped. Yes. Before okay, okay. Good so let's, lord, this is wow. great progress. We are definitely sussing out something. So we know that the first step in Andy's horrible journey. To madness, and I will say probably causing the apocalypse is what we've been being led to believe and what has been overtly <laughs> stated. <laughs> so I've been led to believe that this thing you stated quite Something clearly at the beginning me. might be true. Uh, is precipitated by shaving the beard, getting the part, and slowly taking over the role of Frankie Drake in Canada's <laughs> favorite old-timey spin-off detective procedural. Wow. All the roles. All, I play all the... What? You play all the roles. I play all the roles it's in It's a Frankie nightmare Drake. for the DOP. Good oh, God. I, I so also I, want to elucidate... I just want to, like, for people who are listening who want to know, what's the other uh, Canadian staple that's allowed... The show that is allowed to exist for dozens of years? Yes, it's Horse Family or yes. Something Up North. Something Up North. So uh, if you want... You know, there's drama. also another thing, too. You know, you're forgetting about the other thing that Canadians love. Which What's is, that? Hoser comedy, so Trailer Park Boys and Letter stuff. Kenny. We're just like, that's yeah, true, we're right. like, that's the third thing. That's Dude. the only comedy that's allowed to last. <laughs> Canada does hoser comedy well. You know what the crazy thing is about yeah, Canada well. is we get so mad about Americans stereotyping us, but all we want from our own media is stereotypes of us. We just want to be the ones to make the <laughs> stereotypes of us. But it's like we want to be just, we just want to see versions of ourselves that are hosers or live up north among snow or like are like fucking old timey, like anti technology. Yeah, that is Luddites. honestly what people think of Canada. But that's what Canadians yeah. think of Canada. They're like, yeah. oh, I'm nothing. I'm just an old, I'm just an old lady in a bonnet who wants to, Nate needs to make butter <laughs> the old way. I don't have fridge. Like ah, what a charming depiction of me and mine. <laughs> and that's your brilliance because you, you fold it all into the new Frankie Drake. <laughs> your co-star is a horse. Well, there is Graham Greene. He's also in it. Oh, so it's me and Graham Greene. Graham and Greene, a horse. The long dead author or someone else? No, the actor. Oh, I don't know Graham Greene. Uh, Graham Dances Green? with Wolves. Graham Greene, the famous native actor. Oh. I also uh, am in, yeah, Graham Greene is in uh, Dancing with Wolves and uh, Red, the Red Green Show. The hell? And I think he won an Academy Award or was nominated. nominated. He was nominated. Wow. Dances with Wolves. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's never seen Dances with Wolves. Very nice. Very and nice also guy. never seen Red Green Show, despite <laughs> the obvious influence on my voice. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were Rick from Rick and Morty. Oh, God. Leave me alone. This isn't Rick from Rick and Morty. This is Red Green, baby. We got a wonderful guest here. And I just want to say, you're looking great. I don't feel good. Okay. What is the future like? Yeah. yeah. I, am, I am curious what the future is like. You said there's an apocalypse. It's a little bleak. It's a little bleak. Okay. Environmentally, there's nothing left. Okay. Oh, well, let's dive right back in. How do I die? Oh, no. I gotta know. I gotta know so I can avoid it. Because I gotta be honest with you. I'm collecting the kind of technological inventions that uh, would have led me to assume I'm immortal. Or can achieve immortality. Because you have a son who lives to over 350 years old? Yeah, he's Old Testament boy. And I've got Shrink Ray and Time Machine. And I was hoping at some point to find Holy Grail, perhaps? Fountain of Youth? Or just, I don't know, become good cyborg. Now, before he tells you, maybe the act of him telling you will actually, you know, be the cause of your death. Oh that's how God, time Andy. travel works. You're right. Yeah. No, I don't think that's how it works. No? Okay. All right. <laughs> no. Never mind. No, I think getting told about it is good. Yeah? Yeah, and it's helpful. Have you ever it. watched Star Trek? You've no. never watched Star Trek. No, I've seen one episode of Worf yelling. <laughs> Yeah, and you use it we, all the time. We, all you do is fucking... We've established... Star Trek this. is boring. I, I, That's not I, true. Star Trek is no, not boring. It's not true. It, makes yeah, it, it, yeah. it thinks that it's action, but it's actually just a lot of people just sitting in chairs. It doesn't like, think... Like, go forward. It wow. doesn't think that it's action. It's not. It's science fiction. It's actual fucking well, science fiction. Ev, say what you said again about, your, about Star Trek. Judge this it is, again and let me the, respond. 
this is my impression of Star Trek. Okay. <laughs> or not impression. This is what, how I find the show. I think it is boring and it's just people sitting in chairs and an old guy being like, yes, move forward. Go ahead. All of them? All of the Star Treks? Yeah. yeah. Well, the main one. Next Generation. Did you of say course. Star Treks? Did I just Star say Treks. Star Treks? I did say Star Treks. You still slip up like that wow. in the future. Wow. Huh? I thought I was like a huge Star Trek fan. How could I possibly say Star Trek? Well, Star Trek is a different show in the future, right? I've glimpsed yes. that. Yeah. Yeah? What? You've seen clips of, of a future show called Star well, Trek? I've got a time machine, machine, man, you fucking idiot. Okay, sorry. I glimpsed it. So you watch a future show, yeah. but you do not know that the world has ended and, and that New Balance has taken over all companies. That's right. And just to quell this, no, it's not like Rick and Morty. No. No. <laughs> Where they do that thing. Star Trek's is just a video show. They just show videos of songs about Star- celestial. celestial. <laughs> yeah. It's mostly just star songs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. And I gotta say, the song from Andromedon <laughs> 9 is a nice You one. can't even come up with anything? It's I like... kept trying to do constellations before realizing I had Orion? to name it. He, But that's a bunch of them. Uh, I want to just do one star. One, one uh, Sirius. Polaris. Sirius. Mm. Sirius XM. <laughs> no, that's a star too. Yeah, and that's what's is that what Sirius XM is named after? I think so. Oh, that's fine. No, Sirius is a constellation. Is it a constellation? I thought it was. I thought the star Sirius. I thought there was a star. What's See, I always say things like I know. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> no one does. Maybe that's the star. beauty of stars. <laughs> yeah. No one knows. No one knows. No one knows. No one knows anything. It's the beauty of stars. <laughs> Do you know that the Egyptians thought it was just like a tarp over the world and then some paint on it? And look what happened to them. They <laughs> survived and thrived. Yep. That's true. I always forget they're still Egyptians. Yeah. Still ancient Egyptians. It is weird to think, you know what the thought that I have all the time is like, I think about like when uh, movies or shows, they like show Romans versus when they show like modern Italians. It's hard to remember that those, that Italians are Romans. Because the depict, like the classic depiction of Romans, is this like kind of stodgy, formal thing, and then the classic depiction of modern Italians is like, hey, who's gonna put some gravy on this? What are you talking about? Oh, talking just about- stereotypes. Yeah, just you stereotypes. You never like, think- what do you think about? Oh, ah, uh, yes, obviously. obviously. No, obviously. not obviously. Obviously, what? Like the world has done yeah. Italy dirty. If yeah, you type in, cool, if it. you type in Italian movie, it will take you an hour to find one where that's not the Italian being portrayed. <laughs> that is, I know. Have you, have you like eight and a half? Were you talking about that? Like that? That's a sure, sure, uh, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Fellini. I think you're right. Well, I, what do you mean? You can't just say it like that dismissively. That's I can't. Okay. You know, you never think of Roman, like when you think of Romans, you never think of someone like spraying the sidewalk with a hose. You know what I mean? Yeah, you like never a, think a of modern like... modern Italian person. You never think of like uh, Caesar being like, uh, hey, let's get some gravy on here. No, I don't. Let's I put mean, some gravy on some here. gravy. Okay. Gabagool. Well, ro- <laughs> that's whatever, man. That's a, that was what... Uh, like the Roman Empire was. had like, there was... It was what Caligula forced people to do while they were fucking. He was like, hey, let's get some gravy. Yeah. I don't think we should know how the world ends because I really feel like that's going to fuck everything up. Should not. we at least know when it ends? Like how, I mean, how much time are we working know. with here? I feel like, I mean, I, I probably have a couple of good years taking over the show. I probably June. A, what? June. 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 So you're saying I... I, I take over the show. Yes. Wait, this June? This, this June? June? Wait, you're Andy from just a few months from now? Yeah. You I, look horrible. I have a cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, I, my beard couldn't possibly grow that long. Oh, have some faith. Okay. Honestly, this episode might not come out until June. Yes. So, <laughs> oh, my God. Be warned. It's interesting. It comes. Well, what's good about it is it comes from Canada. That's kind of neat. What's you know, it? that is a positive. Oh, the apocalypse. Yeah, the apocalypse comes from Canada. We did it. We did it. We did it. We oh ended the world. Canadians would be so proud of themselves if they made that happen. Would they? Yeah, they'd be like, oh, um, um, and still nobody's talking about Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Canada did it. Sorry, Americans. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wanted to do it, but uh, we beat ya. Beat ya. Sorry about it.
Um, by the way, you were talking about how you, you know uh, Canadians would love a show about a, a man and a horse solving crimes. Yeah. Well, you know that there's a show no. that's coming out. It's what not a horse, it? but it's it's called Rex. It's about a man and his dog solving crimes oh. in oh, Newfoundland. I, yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah. Right. So Is it that's Alan Hocko. <laughs> Another guy can't get off the rock. <laughs> Alan Hocker, you gotta get off the rock. Get off the rock. It's just Turner and Hooch or Canine, the show. Um, I think that's based off an old Italian show. Yeah. I think it might be based off a German show. Or maybe a German Yeah, it's show. an international show, they said. Okay, yeah. like, that is like such a German thing. But Have you ever seen Poochie? Have you ever seen the trailer for the, the show, that an episode Puchinski? Puchinski, that's what it's called. Right. <laughs> Puchinski. Have you seen Puchinski? No. You honestly have to watch it. Oh, I, it's amazing. Is that the one where a guy dies and comes back as a dog? Yeah, yeah he oh, comes no, back yeah. as a dog. And he's, he's like, like, I'm a dog. What's going on here? Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's like, I'm just supposed to eat this dry food. Put some <laughs> gravy on this. We still have not talked about what actually caused the apocalypse other than, I guess, my subliminal Man, messages. Don't do it. Don't do the show. I... I mean, I all wonder, right. so, are you desperate? Do you need to do this? Well, no, I don't need Come on. to do it. I'm just bored. So I just, but it's a gig. You can't say no to a gig. You can't say no to a gig. I shaved for, I, I haven't shaved in like eight years. So I shaved for this, for this, just for an audition, oh. which is a little much, but yeah, I oh, can't. facial hair. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. People will look at like, people look at auditions and go, I don't know. He's. Ears are too long. I don't want this guy. Like Ears this. are too long. Yeah, yeah. I got lobes. But right? you, yeah, because you've got those old gauge wounds. <laughs> yeah. From when you wore gauges in your earlobes. I know. And I, I told you not to do well, that. Well, I kept stretching them out. I just kept getting them bigger and bigger. And now they just. And you they, also they do won't that. Snap back. You also do that thing with your horrible tongue implant because you got so <laughs> jazzed on the venom tongue and got tongue surgery. And now you flick your tongue around and go oh. through your gauge hole. Regrets. <laughs> Now, how is Venom remembered in the future? Venom is like just the only superhero that exists. Whoa! Yep. And when you wow. say exists, you mean in the sil- on the silver screen or like somehow in life? They brought him to life. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> oh, God. Is it a Hudson River cool. ooze from space situation or how do they make them? Uh, mostly, well, New Balance, of course. Oh, yeah. When they were making a new rubber for a new soul. And, uh, well, it's, it's still the alien. Uh-huh. It's still the alien coming to... Uh, and is that really the title of the f- uh, f- best album by the Future Beatles? New Rubber for a New Soul? It's actually the future Steely Dan. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, are you, are you excited for the new Steely Dan? I mean, I, I don't really... That's interesting. What, cause you, what's our favorite Steely Dan song? I, I don't know. I've never listened to Come Steely on, Dan. Come on, Andy. What kind of music do they do? Like some like... It's not like jazz, jazz like white blues. Yeah. White blues? Like white, like jazz, white jazz, white blues. I'm picturing uh, like denim. Smooth. No. Well, I mean, one of them wears denim, but he's not like cool. Oh, okay. one, of them, one of them's dead. Yeah. One of them's dead. Just, dead. just and died. And then uh, the guy that's alive... Is it like Mar- Margaritaville? No. Right. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> no. No, come no. on, man! Whoa, Jesus! They're like, <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna stand for this. I'm sure I know. I don't know music at all. F is a other massive Steely Dan. Fan. Other lyrics are like, "Come on, girl, let me take a picture and drink some olive wine or something." Olive yeah, wine. olive wine yeah. is good. That's yeah. good. That's yeah. on that the right is the track. '70s olive wine. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like visually. They're like, <laughs> if two college professors yeah. were able to find a way to make jazz music that intellectualized being so horny. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're just so horny. Yeah. But they don't want you to hear that, really. They're smart about how horny they are. Yeah. They're like, here's the equation for how fucking horny I am. Which is a great genre of music. Smart horny. Like, literally yeah. naming yourself like a literary reference to a vibrator is a pretty good way to show you're going to be smart and horny. Dr. Horny PhD is their other name. Andy, I plead. I plead with you. Don't let this happen. Okay, so the only thing I have to do is not take this part. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Wow. Well, I don't know. I Do you need the cake? Oh, my God, Andy, your phone is vibrating on the table, and that's the sound it makes. Answer yep. it, answer it. Okay. It's my agent. And uh, so I'm going to... This is it. Yeah. This is the moment. I'm going to link this in so we can hear the agent. Why, Andy, it's me, agent. Uh, Yeah, hey. Hey, it's me, your agent. This is definitely how you sound, agent. I haven't heard that voice in years. It's me, uh, the real... Will Neil. 
Hey, hey, little Neil. How, how are you doing? Little Neil Sullivan. He's very, very small. He's a very, very small agent. Yeah, first of all, tell your father thanks for shrinking me down. I get he's, to do things I never got, thought I got to do before. He's also Italian. Yeah, I just took a bath in a gravy bowl. Uh, I went down to uh, I went down to uh, Pizzaiola. And I got the booby ball gravy. And, and, and it's weird because he gets more Italian as he talks to you. I, <laughs> wow. they, they gave me a brio. I put green brio to drink in a little bottle cap. And I had to sip on it and I bathed the gravy. Andy, you never told me your agent was adorable. Yeah, I mean, he is. It's just like he, if, if you have to get him off the phone quickly because if he keeps going, he just gets to a point where you cannot understand <laughs> what he's talking about. Oh, what's what's that, Andy? Yeah, uh, you you called me. Is there something you wanted to talk to me about? Oh yeah, yeah. So I just hold on one second. I gotta wash some of this gravy out of my Neil, ear. Please. I can't even oh. hear you. I gotta use the Judy Dench brand ear trumpet. Ah, oh, Judy. Screw a Q-tip into the ends, and you can clean Neil, out your ears. That's great, Neil. <laughs> so yes, are you calling me about say a part or something? One second, that pizzaiola employees. Thank you so much for this gravy pass. You know, Andy, they let me cr- climb through a hollowed out crust of a pizza. I'm so tiny. I got the tunnel through it like yeah. a fugitive man. You don't have to tell me how tiny you are, Neil. I know. I go to your office quite often. It's I, fine. I it's- dug through pizza dough because yeah. In the Shawshank Redemption, I use a little pick and I hang a poster of Raquel Welsh on one side of the pizza and somebody had purchased it. They thought this is just a normal pizza with a poster on one end, but then I burst out of the crust and I freaked them all out. Oh, and then uh, the other thing too is he slightly gets Austrian as he I, keeps I just, I put pranks at the pizza and everyone's laughing. I'm, f- I'm ruining people's food, but j- they're filming it for my Just for Laughs special. Well, Neil's pranksy wanksies. <laughs> okay. Great. I'm dressed as a nun now, and I'm falling in a hole. Are you just calling me to tell me about your new show, or is there something that you actually wanted to talk to me about, like my career, Neil? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I got that call about Frankie Drake. Yes, Frankie Drake. They want to know. They yeah. love you, Andy. They love you. They said we don't, we weren't sure at first, but man, that guy wears not a beard. Yeah. <laughs> and then he starts to kind of get, I don't know, French? Don't call me out. <laughs> I'm a citizen of the world. My father was an ambassador at the UN. <laughs> I traveled around. I picked up a lot of accents. I fucking flipped this way and that. How did we ever get work? So wait a second. Uh, you told me that you that they want me for the part. I'm I'm telling you. Yes, 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 yes. They want you for Frankie Drake. They love yeah, you. Yeah. They, they they were so effusive. They said we want this guy to play this part. And I said what part? I oh, can't man, even remember. Maybe you should do it. Wait, you just told me that I shouldn't do it. I, if I do it, I, the, the entire world is, is destroyed. Yeah, but we have low self-esteem and they really want you. Yeah, they do. That's I do right. have low self-esteem. They've been, they're talking you up so much. They're like, we love them. Well, like, we love oh, man, this sounds them. like a sweet gig. Well, guys, me taking this part destroys the entire world. You don't know that. Maybe you'll do it differently this time. That's I, true. Maybe you'll do it differently this come time. On. You know, it is a pretty juicy that. roll. Glass I, half full. Guys, I... I all right, fine. I'll take the part. <gasps> Yay! Yeah! This, I, I'll take the part. This commission got me through the roof for a little Neil. When you're small, every penny stretches. <laughs> Thanks, little Neil. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for... Drumroll, please. Diggy, 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 diggy. Everardo's game! That's right. Go ahead, Av. Um, okay, so it's not really a trivia game this week. I know uh, I know some fans are going to be mad about that. Uh, but I thought we could do uh, a, a dramatic reading of a scene that I wrote myself. Ugh, okay. Yeah, this is just a scene that I wrote, and coincidentally, it is about a father and son, so... I think it'd be fun if we just read it, maybe. Uh, so if you, uh, Rolly, want to be James... Okay. And Andy, if you want to be young Michael... Okay. And Andy, uh, current timeline, Andy. I guess it, I guess you could read uh, stage directions if you want. Oh, oh no, fuck And you I will uh, <laughs> fucking do it. Have you I be stage you directions? Me. Okay, I'll be stage directions. Yeah. And I guess, um, unfortunately, there is no other role yeah, for you. Yeah, no, fuck Andy. it. I'll just watch. Um, Wait, so no, sorry, well, you guys. You, Andy, you played. I guess we could see. We do it together. Yeah, we could. Andy, you play young Michael, and then your old your old man can play James. That feels like the, the roles make sense. Yeah. So, okay. Summer 1973. It's nighttime. A shooting star is flying by. The moon is showing, and there's a kid playing basketball. His father, James, comes outside. And that's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Michael? 
Michael turns to see his dad. What are you doing out here, son? It's after midnight. Couldn't sleep, Pops. Well, neither can we with all that noise you're making. Come on, let's let's go inside. Just one more shot? All right, just one. Yeah. Shoots the ball to the basket. <laughs> Shoots the ball to the basket. What? That's what? good. Shoot it again. Passes him the ball. Passes the ball to him. Wow. Getting pretty good, son. Go ahead. Shoot it till you miss. Do you think if I get good enough, I can go to college? He shoots it again and makes another point. Hey, you get good enough, you can do anything you want to, Michael. I want to play in North Carolina. Oh, that's a real fine school. Real fine school. You can get a first-class education there. I want to play on the championship team. Then I want to play in the NBA. All right, let's... Let's slow down, son. Don't you think you ought to get a little sleep first? And once I've done all that, Uh I want to play baseball, just like you, Dad. Baseball? Hey, now that's a sport. When you finish with that, I suppose you're going to fly, huh? Wow. Wow, so that's the actual opening scene from Space Jam. All right, uh, yeah, I am busted. Uh, You know what? I didn't have a chance to finish up on some homework at Ryerson, and I... I kind of use the podcast as an opportunity to to do that. So to do, I'm what? sorry. To do the open. I was like, this I've never, just, seen you know, never seen Space Jam. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? Where's the twist? What's the so, uh, so earnest? So what is your assignment exactly? Ryerson's actually working on a very cool project where they're cutting out all of R. Kelly from Space Jam, all and the so they're music. re-recording. Yes, but this opening scene during the dialogue, there's some music in the background. Oh. So they just kind of need clean dialogue. And... Ryerson is doing this, <laughs> not <laughs> Warner Brothers. Yeah. And they couldn't get yeah, they the, asked actual... the Ryerson podcasting uh, program. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now the voices of young Michael Jordan and his dad will be played by Andy Bush and his future self. Yeah, yeah I thought not it was... having known it was even like what the context was at all, just one take. Yeah, can, I thought it was it... stupid too. I told I told my teacher, I was like, this is fucking bullshit and it has nothing to do with podcasting. I don't know why we have to do it. And, I can see why you're in hot water over there. And That's he a said, rude way he said, to talk do to you. Wanna, do you want to fail again another year? And I said, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> he said, whoa. Said, Maybe not. Well, another fun Everardo's Games. This time, <laughs> a podcasting school project involving redoing the audio only to the beginning of Space Jam, including stage direction. You know, I think it's kind of good. I think we should do this with more movies. Sure, you can, yeah, sure. Any movie that has like music made by a bad guy. You can get rid of all of uh, Kevin Spacey's songs in The Usual Suspects. <laughs> when he goes, dum, cha, dum, dum, cha, usual, dum, dum, cha, suspects, dum, dum, cha, it's the usual, dum, dum, cha, suspects, dum, don't cha, got a heist to do. Ooh, better hire a guy. Ooh, what's a guy or two? Ooh, and I'm the I'm the villain all along. Guys are so zay. We've learned so much fun stuff today. We've learned that um, the world will end in June, thanks to Andy taking. But a, maybe not. Yeah. Or maybe not if Andy That's doesn't true. let his new role on Frankie Drake go to his head. Or and. I'll just toss this out there. We've possibly learned that an old man has conned his way into our house for shelter and food and drink for two hours or an hour. It's true. I mean, he, he doesn't even really look at all like Andy. I can't believe we didn't bring this up once, but... Yeah. Do you have any more of that cake? Yeah, okay, yeah, definitely, definitely an old man. It's not Thank me. you so much for being here, old Andy slash strange old man. Oh, thank you. It's so warm. Do I go back in the hole with the spikes? Yes. I mean, if you, yeah, want, if to, yeah. you want to go back in there, okay. Before you go in the hole, yeah. Um, is there a, a Toronto comedian performer who you would like to shout out that people can check out online or live or anywhere? Uh, I love uh, I love Jim Annan. Um, solid guy, good guy. Mm. Uh, Drives a minivan. He's in a great group called Falcon Powder, isn't yep, he? there's Falcon Powder. Isn't there an awesome series you can watch possibly on CBC Gem? The Whole Truths. <sighs> the Whole Truths on... On Gem. On Gem. Just Google CBC Gem, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you're in Canada, use the Canadian version of Google, which we call... Hey, bud. <laughs> <laughs> 
A Bud Dutch. Hey, Bud, you watching that show? <laughs> oh, good show, eh? I love what they did with the A Bud Doodle this week. Honoring, uh, <laughs> honoring jeans, uh, jeans, <laughs> the jean, the first Canadian to wear jeans. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Are we not allowed? <laughs> Abud.com, American, the only defensive yet smug search engine. Uh, thank you so much to our wonderful guest. Thank you, as always, to our producer Stefan and to Everardo. Good luck with your exam. Thank you. Hope I actually do hope the world ends so I don't. <laughs> oh my god, this guy's selfish. Holy shit. Talk about needing to learn a lesson in a future episode about <laughs> selflessness and what to do. Goodbye, everyone! Thank you for listening to my gorgeous. Ah!